harmony, respect, communication, I think are the, the basic. Uh, a horse can do, you know, amazing things in harmony and he will be happy. Welcome to the Horsemanship Breakthroughs podcast, a source for riding and training insights with the goal of helping your horse be a happy, light and willing partner. I'm your host, Amalia Dempsey, a mainstream equestrian rider who discovered natural horsemanship, and now I help riders like you achieve connection and communication, so you can have more fun and fulfillment whilst prioritizing partnership with your horse. Want to find out my horse training philosophy? Access the free connection and communication mini course at amaliadempsey.com. Now sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. Welcome to episode six of the Horsemanship Breakthroughs podcast. Thanks so much for being here, and I'm very excited to present to you today's interview with Alejandra Gonzalez, who is a four-star Pirelli professional and Andalusian stud owner in Costa Rica, Central America. She is a holistic trainer with knowledge and experience in Pirelli natural horsemanship, classical and competitive dressage, horse and rider biomechanics, Pilates, Franklin Method, and self-development. I just wanted to let you know before we get stuck into the interview, I want to apologize for the slight delay um, because Alejandra is in Costa Rica. When we recorded this, there was a little bit of a delay between when I ask a question and when Alejandra responds and vice versa. So please forgive me for that, but hopefully it's still a really good listen for you. So without further ado, let's get stuck into the interview. Okay, I'm super excited to have Alejandra Gonzalez on the podcast today. I've been a big fan of Ale for a long time. I followed her on Instagram and since I started Pirelli, basically, I had my eye on her because she, uh, on Instagram, it looks like she does a little bit of English and dressage riding, but also prioritizing the partnership. So I'm super excited to speak to Ale today and welcome to the podcast. Ale, how are you today? Good. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure and so honored. Thank you. Super excited. Should we get stuck into the first question? Yeah, I'm ready. Shoot. Let's go in. So can you tell us what does a day in the life of LA look like? Oh, okay. It's a little bit of everything. I, well, I meditate in the morning first thing in the morning so about 5 6 in the morning I have my meditation um, routine I love it it helps me to get um, the whole day it's um, it's very important for me so I prioritize that part of my life um, then I come prepare breakfast for my husband and, and I and then I start Working with horses, playing with horses, riding horses, um, enjoying very much. I love to cook, so lunch is a it's a special meal every day, and um, and after lunch um, again horses, and also I practice Pilates, and so I train my Pilates, or I go to teach class, or receive classes, and um, there is always a little bit of of also, now online online teaching is taking some part of my life. So 
that's another part. At the end of the day, beginning of the night, I kind of divide my day in that. How nice. So do you teach Pilates as well? Yes, I'm getting certified. I'm getting certified. So I'm, I'm practicing a lot and um, studying and I love it. Oh, how good. And you and I both know that that would benefit your writing as well. Yes. Yeah. Big, big, big into writers, biomechanics and horses biomechanics also. So um, that's one of my passions in writing. Writing well is a big part of what I really would like to mm, be able to teach, to help and to do myself. Getting better and better. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's what it's all about. Yeah. And in terms of your work with horses, do you take horses on for training or are you mainly teaching people? Are you teaching beginners or what does that look like for you? Well, um, I train my own horses because we have a breeding farm. We have an Andalusian breeding farm in Costa Rica. So I'm very lucky because I get, I get to work with them since they're babies. I work with the mom, I work with baby, I work all the way up. So I'm very, very, very fortunate to do that. Also, I help my students. And right now, almost, this, uh, you know, everything is virtual. So I help like that right now. But before, they could bring my, the horses here or, you know, just regular teaching. So um, it's not that I'm traveling a lot right now, but that's what I do. How lovely. And I love the Andalusians. One of my horses is an Andalusian cross and she's just beautiful. So how lucky you are to have your own Andalusian stud. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's hard. It's very hard because I want to keep them all. But... <laughs> Me too. <laughs> How many horses do you have? And, and tell us about your main riding horses at the moment and what you do with them exactly. Okay. We have um, the breeding farm. It's about 60 horses now with the broodmares. Um, yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Uh, we have um, at the moment five two-year-olds. We have um, 14, 14 four-year-olds, which is a lot of work because um, I started, it was, a, it, there were eight males and uh, four of them are stallions and four of them are gildings and the rest are mares. So we had to start them uh, between half of um, last year and this, you know, the beginning of the year. So those are uh, right now my, my main work to have the foundation on those um, young horses. They're very nice. They're going already and they're doing great. Um, also, uh, I have two five-year-old, one stallion, one gelding that I'm taking for dressage competitions already. And um, my older horse is, um, let me see, eight, eight years old, and we're going to fourth level right now. So it's uh, on the way to Prison George. 
and um, it's very exciting. Amazing. Super exciting. So exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we know that you are a Pirelli professional. Can you tell us when you first got into Pirelli and what that journey has been so far? Oh my God, that's a long, long story. But because this is a long, a, a, many years ago, a long ago. Um, let me start with that. I fall in love with a very beautiful and talented horse that was very scared in Germany. And I really, I, I was like, I, I didn't know anything about Pirelli, but I, I, you know, I was like totally in love with that horse and I decided to buy it, buy it in Germany and uh, bring it to Costa Rica because I was competing in a very good level. And that would be a horse that I would be international. But that horse was a little bit difficult. So uh, when I when I brought him to Costa Rica, uh, I had a little bit of a problem with the trailer, trailer loading part. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, this is, I have this talented horse and I cannot take it to the competition because he's crazy. So I start looking uh, to solve my problem. And I think many people find Pirelli because we really don't have any clue how to solve a problem. And when I saw Pat, remember that video when he comes cantering and the horse jumps into the trailer and he is hanging on the door. And I said, well, I don't need to do that. I I just need my horse to go into the trailer. He can teach me. So that was <laughs> that was 17 years ago. So wow. yeah, so that's where I really start like, you know, like yeah, I will give it a try. And at that time, imagine I was by myself in Costa Rica. There was no online courses that we had to bring the DVDs and I was you know, like my friends, my dressage friends were like, you're totally crazy. What are you doing? I said, well, I will try this. If this works, you know, I will solve my problem. But I got in love with the method and I really, you know, like I decided I really want to be good at this. I want to understand the horse. I want to um, have a deeper connection I want and I really believe in the method and I it's in my it's in my heart I cannot thank enough for the Pirelli method so that's why I became um, an instructor yes how nice so when you first got started there were no local Pirelli instructors in your area is that right not at all not oh at goodness. all Absolutely. I'm the only one in Latin America. Still, I'm the only one in Latin America. So imagine 17 years ago, I, you know, I really, I really, I, I laugh when I remember because I really had to be, I had to be so intense just to decide I'm going to do this. And then I got, I, I, I decided to go to Ocala and to Colorado and to start taking courses. And I was really, really intense about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and before your Pirelli experience, it sounds like you were just a traditional dressage rider. Is that right? Yes, exactly. I started um, I started in Costa Rica. And, um, well, my, ho- my father was a um, horse trainer. So all my life I had been around horses. Um, the first... Uh, my first dressage teacher was um, a Nuno Oliveira's student that he he was here oh, in Costa wow. Rica. So I was, you know, since Amazing. the beginning, yes, since the beginning, I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And then I start, um, when I started competing and um, I decided to go up in the levels and everything, I start to uh, go and train in Germany. And I learned so much at that time about dressage in Germany. So I was very lucky to have a lot of um, experience before. I had got the classical, I got the sports kind of orientation for the, for the sport and uh, the classical. And then I was like introduced to Pirelli. So I had a big, I, I kind of did it backwards, right? Everybody kind of starts from the horsemanship going to the dressage and I was coming from the dressage to the horsemanship. So it was really um, logical for me to understand what was and how could I uh, apply it. So it, it was it was difficult. It, it was different for me. And uh, at the beginning, Many, many years ago, when you said um, in the Pirelli world that you were a dressage rider, you were a mean person. Many, many, many years ago. Ah. So, yes, I felt like I felt like I didn't belong anywhere. Uh, in the dressage world, I was the crazy one who was doing horsemanship. And in the horsemanship, I was the mean rider who was doing dressage. At that time, 15 years ago or 17 years ago, it was just like, you know, like Linda was just starting to go back to the trash. So it was like, oh, it was, uh, it was funny times because I didn't want to say anything that I was a dressage writer. <laughs> but um, yeah, yes, it was. I think a lot of people can relate to you with that because in the dressage world, there's not a whole lot of people that are really into natural horsemanship and vice versa. So a lot of us can feel like we don't really belong anywhere because at dressage comps, everyone thinks they're a bit strange. And in the natural horsemanship world, people are like, why would you do dressage? <laughs> but it is becoming more popular now to do this. No, 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 no. That's, that's, you know, that's my, my my emotion to to prove now now after many years i am taking babies that i brought into the method into the uh, foundation to the competitions and people are like oh my god this is really working but i had to i had to make the whole cycle to start riding my own babies with this method so it's it's being amazing. So, how would you just how would you say you teach Pirelli in your own way? Um, my own way. Well, my own way. It's 
is um, very authentic. It's very, uh, <laughs> it's uh, in my personality. It will start from that, you know, like everybody has to put their own part, their own, their own way of teaching and doing things. So I have fun. I love to have fun. And uh, I love people to feel comfortable. I also horses. I, relationship for me is the first and the most important thing. So the Latin flavor for sure is there. It's, it's diff different. It's different. I love that. And your energy comes across so bubbly and vital and positive. I've always seen that from you on social media. So why do you think you are this way? Or is everyone like this in Costa Rica? Well, we are very happy people here. I have to tell you, we're very happy and we're very friendly. And uh, this is a cultural kind of thing. It's a very, I don't know, it's, it's the way Costa Ricans are, I think. And um, I'm very positive. I think mindset is everything. I am very happy. And uh, so I'm very blessed. I'm very grateful. And I think you can transmit that even through a picture or something. I, I don't know. It's kind of the, the way. I'm very lucky. Very, I'm very grateful of everything, of every second. So I enjoy it very much. So I think it shows. It absolutely does. Do you have a quote or a mantra that you like to live by? Oh, yes. I, I always say to myself or I tell myself, intention doesn't count. Actions count in everything. It helps me in everything. I have the intention to say hi. Yeah, you have the intention, but you didn't do it. So it didn't, it didn't count. Mm, applies to horse training too, right? Exactly. <laughs> it applies to everything. <laughs> yes, I have intention to go and visit, you know, or to call and say, hi, how are you? I know you're sick or whatever, but you have the intention. But if you don't take action, it doesn't count. Yes, actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. So we know you're a super happy person, but what do you think makes a happy horse? Well, I think harmony. Harmony is what makes a happy horse. Harmony is so important. Um, of course, health issues. Um, we have to take care of health issues too. But harmony, respect, communication, I think are the the basic uh, a horse can do you know amazing things in harmony and he will be happy and how would you summarize your training approach or philosophy with philosophy with horses we know you do Pirelli but how would you say I suppose it ties into what you would think makes a happy horse how would you describe your philosophy with horses well my philosophy is as I told you relationship you know, um, it's the king. Relationship is the first thing that we have. Um, go slow. Go slow. As slow yes. as you can. Go slow. 
and um, motivation. I think motivation and communication will be the ingredients in my in my approach in my philosophy. Those are my always. Am I clear enough? Am I am I giving the horse the time to understand? Because I'm very extroverted, I am very careful not to be fast. So that was kind of the first things that I took conscious of it. It's like, I am very happy and very active. And sometimes it's very much for some horses, you know? So modulate yourself will be the first, um, the first thing that comes to my mind. Um, adjust to the horse. Mm-hmm. And it's hard when we have such energetic personalities. We just want to get stuff done and we want to do all the tricks and fancy stuff. But quite often, you know, especially those introverted horses need us to slow down and take our time. Yeah, and to be flexible enough because some horses are so easy, you know. I was was making a video yesterday for a webinar that I had with a two-year-old, almost three-year-old little mare. And she was like, boom, 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 like nothing Everything was smooth and I was like, I love her. She's just like me. She likes to do things fast. And sometimes it's so, um, but uh, you know, you get better and better if you practice with, with introvert courses. So um, that's, that's the approach. Be careful with that. Yeah. <laughs> so what <laughs> advice do you think people should ignore when it comes to horses? Make it happen. Make it happen. Make it understand. Very, very common. And um, I don't know about Australia. I have never been in Australia, but in Latin America, it's a very macho, macho culture, macho, very strong um, treatment to the horse. So it's, it's, you know, it's like normal to be tough. And uh, that's what I really want to, to, to change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what is something that you once did with horses that you now no longer do and why? Lunging. <laughs> ah, Yes. <laughs> Yes, but I'm guessing that you still do circling with your horse. So what would you say are the differences? Oh, my God, it's a lot of differences. I want mental connection. I don't want to just make my horse uh, relax or tired or whatever concept I had before. I want a connection with me, a connection with the exercise. I want my horse to be responsible. I love to teach responsibility with the circling game, and um, and it's a, a I I really like it. I, I enjoy exercises about that. So um, lunging is just no connection. I'm teaching the horse to run and to be a prey animal instead of instead of connecting. So it's it's very different. 
Exactly. And a lot of people that lunge will use uh, side reins and other gadgets. Is that something that you use or have previously used? What are your thoughts on that? Um, you know, when I was um, at the beginning in Germany, when I was training in Germany, uh, it's very common to use. Um, but it was never a thing that I really was like oh I have to do this I was you know like no no not really attached to that I probably I used it but it's 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 not in my mind it's not I think that I really was mm, addicted to or you know concerned about not using it when I just change there's so many studies that shows that those gadgets that really they don't benefit in anything, the horse. So it's, it's scientific proved already. So I don't, I don't think about that. What are some of the biggest mistakes you see people making with horses? Oh, pushing, pushing, rushing a young horse. That would be, that would be one of the big ones. Especially if the horse is talented, they want to take everything out of the horse or, you know, like uh, a lot of push and rush a talented horse, a young talented horse on the ground or in riding. But it's very sad. Yeah, what a shame. Mm -hmm. And what is something that you believe is true that a lot of people, especially horse people, disagree with? Let me see. Um, I think. Hmm, oh, I think people sometimes forget about the sequence, and I know a sequence for teaching is so important. And um, I think horse trainers or horse riders they just don't give enough importance to how do you structure the sequence to teach that's so true because i think a lot of people look at the end result and go i'll do step one and maybe step four and then i'll go to step 10 and it's like actually you need to break it down and do all the little steps so that there's yes. complete understanding throughout the whole sequence exactly exactly yes now, this is a bit of a different question, but I'd love to know from you, what horse-related purchase has most positively impacted your life in the last 12 months? Oh, it's very easy. It's very easy. Uh, a few months ago, I got the Multilite uh, from Photonic Health. It's, um, I, I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's, I have it here, so I can show it to you. Is it a red light? It's a red light, but now it comes with uh, three lights. So it's the green light. Oh, wow. The red light and the blue light. Um, the green light um, affects the pineal uh, gland. So it's more like neurosystem, you know, nervous, nervous system. And the blue light... It kills bacteria, so for scratches or wounds and, or everything, you know, like you apply the blue light and it's so easy. And the red light, 
um, is for inflammation, pain, acupuncture uh, points. I'm really, I'm really passionate about that, but I'm not a vet, so I'm not, a, I'm not allowed to use needles. So I use it with a little hand light. Yes, and do you use that on the horses and yourself? Yes, yes, and dogs and everything. Yes, I really, um, I really like to study uh, all that, you know, all the health kind of part of the horses and myself and, you know, that wellness kind of, you know, learning is very important. So I'm really excited about that little thing. And speaking of learning, if you could have dinner with any three horse people, dead or alive, who would it be and why? They're alive or dead or alive? Dead or alive. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I would love to sit with Nuno Oliveira for sure. Drink wine with him, eat cheese with him, and talk about. Him. Also, I would love to to sit with Reiner Klimke and um, Tom Dorans. That's uh, that's that 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 would be amazing. And um, yeah, I think with those three, it would be quite nice. Yes. How, what a nice mix of people as well. And I'm interested to know why you chose Reiner Klimke because he has a dressage background, but his daughter Ingrid is in eventing as well. Was he an eventer too? And, and what, are, what are your reasons for choosing him? Well, I think he was uh, one of the first really fine writers in the German um, culture. You know, like he was... Um, he was um, impeccable in his training, in his riding, the horse preparation. He was open to learn from other people. He was he was amazing, and um, that's why. And I really admire Ingrid. Ingrid is amazing for me. She's competing in S class dressage. She's competing in S class jumping. She's competing in a three day event. She's amazing. She's a whole rider. She's you know like um, she's she's one of my heroes. I think she's she's great. She is amazing, and I know that she can ride bridleless with a neck rope as well. <laughs> yes, I know too. <laughs> and she also has a positive energy just like you. Well, we have to, we have to really, uh, you know, I think energy attracts energy. And uh, when you love what you do and when you feel proud and happy, of the way you do things with horses, you you change, you you improve as a human being too. So that's you know that's a great example. She's a great rider and a great horsewoman. Yes. Mm -hmm. And speaking of turning back the time, if you could talk to yourself ten or twenty years ago, what would you say to yourself? Oh, what that's an easy one. Yeah, that thing of natural horsemanship. Yeah, keep learning. 
keep going go into it <laughs> yeah because i had many doubts at that time i had many doubts how am i losing my time should i be you know like doing something else or learning something else when i just first started so that's what i would say to myself yes. and do you think that good and do you think that judgment or potential judgment from your peers and competitors and friends was something that was holding you back at the time to learn more about natural horsemanship um it was uh, i'm pretty rebel i don't care i'm very independent independent of people's opinions and you know like i don't you know like i don't I'm, you know like if i feel something i go for it and if you don't agree well i'm sorry you didn't agree um but some of my friends yeah uh and i can see it um we were we were competing and probably they have the same problems now that they had 20 or 50 years ago so it's very it's very easy to buy yeah it's very easy to buy a new horse it's very easy to change the saddle it's very easy to blame everybody but i don't have those problems anymore so mm, how interesting yes <laughs> did you manage to uh, convince or inspire any of your dressage friends at the time to try natural horsemanship as well they mm, i don't know not not many the younger generation that they see the change um it's it's easier now i have younger riders with me that they want to learn from me and everything but um when my friends they they didn't really jump in the boat oh well everyone's on their own journey exactly 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 yes and how are you continuing to learn about horses what are you currently studying well i just um i'm always studying i'm a learnaholic i love to study and i love to learn and I love to understand things. So I just uh, finished a couple of months ago uh, coaching um, in learning skills so I could improve my way of teaching. Very important, you know, for me to teach different personalities, different ways of learning, understanding that part. I, I'm, I'm a very natural teacher. I'm a teacher by by nature, but I really like to go deep into how to teach correct and how to help. So the coaching and learning skills was very interesting. And um, also, since um, two years ago, I'm deep, getting very deep into riders biomechanics. So I am... I, I'm already certified um, Franklin, um, Franklin, Franklin method. Both, oh, yes. Yeah, the question. Yes. The, uh, so I'm already um, certified ball. I don't know how to say it. It sounds so weird. Ball. Uh, ball yes. 
it sounds weird. But... <laughs> I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And pelvis and pelvis also the pelvis um, specialist and um, in the Franklin method. Yeah. So I'm really, you know, learning and enjoying that part. Um, also, I always kind of have projects with um, my own projects with Pat that he guides me through. So it's a never ending learning experience. So it's um, I'm very fortunate to to be able to keep learning from him. Yes. And aside from Pat, who else is your current inspiration and who do you follow and admire? Oh, uh, many people. I follow many people. and I, I admire <laughs> Many people. Okay, Pat, for sure. Pat is, Pat yeah. is very important and in my life. All, all of the parallel instructors that are like very passionate, you can really tell who is putting them, themselves out there. The parallel instructors community is amazing. So there are many instructors that I really admire. Um, Stacy Westfall is a very, um, very inspiration. It's a big inspiration also. I really like the way she teaches, the way she explains. Um, Ingrid Kimke, for sure. Uh, Anja, and Anja, do you pronounce Anja also? And do you know uh, the German? Anya. 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 Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yes, I really. I love I, the writing. Yes, I love the classical. You know, it's very uh, in my nature to to go to the classical so it's uh, i really enjoy it it's a combination classical horsemanship and go to the sports is you know if you find the balance in that um i think you're going to be a very very complete or whole horse person so those are those are my my inspirations in horses in life um i follow uh, Tony Robbins, I follow Marie Forleo. Marie Forleo, it's um, a powerhouse. I, you know, I love, you know, strong people, like energetic people. So it's, it's very important for me to, to learn and keep learning from them. It sounds like you're such a well-rounded person, you know, with the dressage background, the classical dressage inspiration, the natural horsemanship, the self-development, and then the biomechanics as well. You've just, you've ticked all my boxes. <laughs> it's so nice I, to hear. I think if you grow and if you get, you know, if you get mm, deep into those areas, there is no other outcome you have to develop yourself in a better horse person yes and if your horses could talk with words what do you think they would say to you and what would you like to say to them well I, what i say to them every day it's i adore you I love you and uh, I really appreciate every second that you are with me. And 
I don't know what they will say to me. Probably, can you scratch me a little bit down? <laughs> or can you, can you please? <laughs> I think uh, it's very, yes, can you, you know, it's, it's very, it's very sweet. It's very sweet. Yes. And what is next for you? And where do you see yourself in 10 years? What's your ultimate goal with horses? Well, I would like to go to the Central American Games. I have developed uh, this horse that I was telling you about that we're going to fourth level. Uh, I would like to take him to Prison George and to be able to compete in the Central American Games or Pan American Games would be a great goal. So keep developing him and myself as a as a as a writer as a, i think as a writer would be that would be my goal as a trainer as we were talking about be a very you know like touching all those holistic points yes holistic kind of um coach trainer um writer you know keep growing in that Yes, it has been so nice chatting with you and I'm sure many of my listeners can relate to you in that we all have this goal of being this holistic trainer and ticking all of those boxes. Tell us, where can our guests find out more about you and what's coming up? How can people learn from you? Where do, they, where do you suggest they go to seek more information? Well, nowadays it's very easy. Go to Instagram, Facebook. In Instagram, I am at aleparellipro, aleparellipro.com. And Facebook, I have a page uh, that is Alejandra Gonzalez, four-star Pirelli professional. Uh, my email is ale at aleparellipro.com. And um, I think that would be, that would be it. Uh, the webpage, the webpage is www.aleparellipro.com aleparellipro.com mm -hmm. Excellent and I shall pop a link to each of those in the show notes for this episode thank you mm -hmm. so much for chatting with me um, it's been amazing it's just so great to feel your positive energy and hear about your journey and oh, I'm just on cloud nine now <laughs> thank, thank you, you so, so much, much. I really, I really enjoy watching your work. Also, it's um, it's it's very uh, it's very inspirational for everybody to see you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Horsemanship Breakthroughs podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe so you get notified every time a new episode is released. And if you've learned even just one small thing from today's show, I would really appreciate if you could leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions from today's show, suggestions for future episodes, or just want to reach out and say hi, I would love to connect with you on Instagram at Amalia underscore horses. Remember to also register for my free connection and communication mini course at AmaliaDempsey.com.